0: up y'all this is episode 10 i'm confident because i just asked him what number it was episode 10 <laughs> of the podcast man what's up fellas what's going How's on going guys i'm i'm excited for this one man this is a episode where we discuss some stuff near and dear to my heart so we
1: put a, we need another zero after the 10 though you know
0: yeah yeah no yeah. we yeah. can get, get there we gonna
2: get there, we gonna get there. We gonna
0: get there. But yeah man um just want to start off with if you're listening to us right now, stop what you're doing and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Please leave us reviews. Shout us out, man. Tag us. Let us know what y'all think. If you listen, let us know if you agree, disagree, what y'all like. Um, you know, just give us feedback to help us keep improving because we care about this a lot. Um, also, I want to ask you guys, anybody that's listening, do you guys want us to create a Facebook page? We have created an Instagram page. Be sure to follow us. Is that two hip hop senseis period A period casual? But yeah, we appreciate all the love and support, man. Uh, I actually wanted to do a new challenge that we talked about earlier this week, fellas. So anybody that's listening, uh, we make lists on episodes and we talk about how fire a playlist would be if you know listeners were to make one. Well, my challenge is anybody that's listened to an episode, I want you to make a playlist of all the songs that we name. And I want you to include also the uh honorable mentions and make that playlist and tag us. Let us know that you did it. And the first person to let one of us know that you made the playlist will be getting $40. $40 we cash after you. So
2: <laughs> $40.
0: Put your playlist on live. I will give it $40. <laughs> <So, laughs> if you guys do that, we for sure will hook you up. But yeah, we, we appreciate you guys. And we actually have some shout outs. So either one of y'all want to go um, with your shout outs, we can just ramble them off real quick.
2: Well, I'm gonna go first since I usually don't have shout outs, you know. Shout out to my um wow, the disrespect starts early. I see. Okay. <laughs> um, shout out to my um my guy Anthony Favor. Um, he always shares our um podcast and he always shouts us out and it always um I forget it, you know. It leaves my mind, but I appreciate you, bro, and thanks for that. And shout out to my dog Derek. I went, we went to high school together, he goes by the name KDI. Um, He's a rapper, and he also is a, um owner of the record label Undisputed Music Group. So shout out to him, and hopefully we can get him on the podcast one day to talk about everything that he got going on. And, yes, you know, appreciate everybody for, you know, supporting us. So I don't know if I owe Gerard an apology or... Nah, just go ahead and apologize, bro.
0: No, because
2: I feel like you You, you
0: deserve it because
2: I accept your apology. It's cool. Here
0: we were thinking you didn't have good friends, but it's actually on you for not remembering that they've actually been shouting you out. So, I mean, yeah, no, you deserve a slander. You ain't getting no apology. I
3: mean,
2: see, no, see, my friends, yeah, they. I mean, Anthony for sure be posting stuff. My my friends will tell me face to face, and like I'll forget that stuff. Y'all get text messages and and pulling on your heart string. I don't get that shit. I we got good that. friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: we, we have good friends, yeah. and apparently you have hey. good friends. You just aren't the hey. good friends. Yeah. So hey. yeah, no shout hey. out to your friends because you don't you don't tend to remember they shout outs and love.
1: So I'm gonna yeah. yeah. no, I'm gonna say shout out to Mark DeNunzio for listening. I'm very happy he's listening right now. Talk Shout to out baby. to uh, Dewan and his girlfriend Zero for listening. Uh, congratulations on the new baby too.
0: Ooh, yeah! How did not know that. Congratulations. Yep. Um, also, Trey Jones from high school, um, been loyal, posting us on multiple forms of social media. Trey may be our biggest supporter right now. Is he? He's he, top three for sure. He's top. He's up there. Also, Mark. You mentioned Mark, but like yep. he doesn't even know like what we're talking about sometimes. But still. It's loyal, man. Like, you yeah. don't get more loyal than that. Um, I want to shout out my guy Christian, a.k.a. the best chef on this side of the Mississippi. I appreciate him yeah. listening. He provided great feedback. My guy is an amazing chef. He makes everything from scratch, man. His business from plates to pallets. I love that name. But it's the perfect selection for catering or meal preps. I actually reach out to him, and he delivers meal preps for me every week. So if you if you haven't, you know, I posted on social media, please feel free to take a look. Look him up again. That's from plates to pallets. And you can thank me later. <laughs> uh, lastly, I got my best friend, Andres. I have been begging him to listen to an episode and he's like, you know, I'm not really into music like that. You know, I'm like, bro, I feel like and I could be biased, but our podcast, you can enjoy it without knowing exactly all the names and the projects we discussed but like oh he's such a liar he'll text he, me he'll text me once a week hey have you heard this this and this and <laughs> yeah <I heard> it. <laughs> he will but he just assumed we'd be like talking real in depth bro, about like, artists and deep conversations like but you're I'm talking like, about their bank statements or something yeah <laughs> like, I'm like bro I feel like you can enjoy it so he wound up listening and said our show was cool and that he liked it a lot I feel like that's when people aren't into music or still tell me they really enjoy the podcast like that's one of the best compliments to yeah. me that I enjoy. So uh
1: shout out to him too. Today's his 30th
2: birthday.
0: Man, there's hey, a lot going
2: on in the world right now. Hey,
0: Who Drew, is it
2: Derez? Dang, yeah. Derez oh, 30. Oh man, shout out to Durez, man. Happy birthday, bro. Hey, Drew, shout out for reminding me because I um Wow. Who you, heard say, you heard him say best friend, right? Hey, bro, we, we gave
0: him our 30th birthday
1: podcast best, shout out. Best We're
2: friend. Wow.
1: <laughs> hey Drew,
2: and I'm a terrible friend.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to say it now, i I'm going to drop the line I had for Gerard because he's already starting his shit. So, <laughs> we had, we're, we're 10 episodes in. We had B's listeners, and B's listeners have been great. My listeners have just started
2: coming in. Where the hell are your listeners, Gerard? Come
0: on, man. Come yeah. on.
2: Listen, my listeners are like angel investors. You don't know they're there. <laughs> But they there, all right? Okay, okay.
1: They better start showing love. I'm staying there.
2: We ain't get to these. We ain't get to all these views and stuff like that off of nothing. (laughs) Hey,
0: we definitely going up, and it's only beginning, man. So, like I said, keep showing us love, and we appreciate y'all. So let's get into some of these new projects that's either been dropped or teased over the past week. So I know we talked about in previous episode, TDE said an album was coming. Man. Apparently that well they didn't say album.
2: They said no, they just say album bro
0: they, <laughs> you don't tease
1: a single these days. That's all so, I'm yeah, say. you
2: shouldn't tease a single, but <laughs> that, <laughs> that that cool, but but I love our <laughs> shot.
1: I cannot wait for his new project, but you don't tease his single,
2: right? Yeah. But you know what? Like, I'ma shoot them some bail. Like, I didn't know he was uh he had been out for what five years. I didn't yeah. it didn't cross my mind, so like I guess you would have to do that for him. Like, but yeah, they didn't say album <laughs> per se. I think we all just we know, man. We are yeah. starving for an album right now. So,
0: apparently, Diddy That's isn't the only man. person. Apparently, Diddy isn't the only person that has Gerard on payroll. Apparently, TD has oh <laughs> Gerard on man. payroll, too. They That's definitely was on the album, man. But he dropped a new single, it's called Lay Witcher with Duke Deuce. I so I like the beat and <laughs> I like the Duke Deuce feature. Yeah. But if you build on his hype, and not even the height. Like, I just feel like Isaiah Rashad to the song, like, it's his song, but he didn't really add much to it. Like, I didn't come away being like. Well, let's back okay. up now, too, because you didn't know much about Isaiah Rashad. You I didn't. So I asked you guys, uh, you know, I for wouldn't. Yeah. And um i liked smile somebody recommended uh, my dude caleb recommended i listened to the song smile that was solid i really like free lunch um that was a really good song and then i went back and listened to uh sylvia demo mm-hmm. uh, the project, Ooh. and i love that so flames 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 so all this all this music i was listening to had me hype and then i turned on you know lay Witch. i'm like wait this don't sound like what
2: right. i was listening to like right yeah.
1: yeah it's not the best single if it's your first time listening to them yeah, yeah, so
0: right. uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna keep our eyes out for the album <laughs> you, know, but,
2: like, you know I, I like to lay with you, but like you said, B, like Duke Deuce, he did a great job being featured on it. The beat is hard, but like y'all said, it was so much anticipation, right? That's not what you were looking forward to. Like you like, was like, Oh, okay, I like it, cool, but I was like you know, Your expectations was through the roof. So, yeah. After finding
1: out it was just a single, after all that waiting up, you know, from TDE, I was just like, I don't even want to listen to it at this point. (laughs) Like,
2: it's It's just such a tease, man. And it was it like it was more frustrating because I thought it was an Isaiah Rashad album because right. that's what we talked about last week. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm ready for that. Then later on in the week, they like it's a single. It's like, bro, come on. Then lay with your drops, and then they tell you the album ain't coming out to June. It's like, all right, I'm sick of all of this bro. shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like,
3: yeah. For done. a label
1: that for a label that used to be so prominent too, I'm like every two years they would drop, you know? Like, don't tease us at this point. Yeah.
0: Speaking of teasing. Chance the rapper teased dropping a new album, and my initial reaction was, Do we really need one? Because
1: no.
0: <sighs> that hurts, B. No, hey, it hurt me to listen to the last few projects <laughs> drop <laughs> after Coloring Book. So, hey, it go both ways. But well, the only
1: thing that dropped after Coloring Book was his album, which everybody hated. So, yeah, that's not really that's awful. why I'm saying it's not kind
0: of fair yet to be at that stage with him. Did you like Coloring Book? I love color and book. Okay. Like, that was the first project to me that I actually listened to in full so you
3: years.
2: You didn't like acid rap? I've never
0: listened to acid rap.
2: Oh before.
0: my.
3: You got to listen to Jeez. acid rap.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to... uh I forget what song it was from that project but i've never listened to acid rap from beginning to end that's, I told, i've said it on a like i'm not exposing myself i said oh, no. it on the previous episode like yeah. i did not like chance's voice like i couldn't get past that oh, so what was know. the first time i sat down and was like i'm gonna listen to this beginning
1: to a lot yeah. of people
0: didn't like his voice at
1: first
2: yeah but he that, was, no, like, uh, that, yeah yeah. He B, you know like, you yeah, I live my truth, man. So y'all, hey, anybody. <laughs> yeah,
1: you no, know, like, know like even, that, know? even that, even that,
2: just, You you're not in the minority. It's a lot of people who don't like his right. voice. So. He, became <laughs>
1: like, an a, he became an acquired taste, like yeah. quick to people, and it yeah. kind of caught on. But bro, acid rap, I wish it was an album. I wish it was a debut
0: album. Yeah. Because that would have been up there with one of the best. <laughs> like we talked, we were talking about it in the group chat, but like if chance were to retire right now, like I would definitely be able to say he had a good run. But as Jeron mentioned, like in a previous episode, he's a political figure now. Like, right. he, he really doesn't need to rap. So, is it wrong for me to say, like, if, if he doesn't release another project, you know, I think that's fine because he's having a bigger impact in people's lives being that political right. figure than being right. yes. an artist? So, like, at what point is it okay to say, you know, maybe this artist doesn't have to rap anymore? Yeah. If he, if and, he retired now,
1: though, I'd say he'd never be considered a great
2: but i i don't even care about that and i love chance like i love his music but if he doesn't rap again i like more what he's doing for the community of chicago so mm-hmm. like it don't right. like that doesn't matter to me like if if he retired today and we go back and i got acid rap and i got coloring book, i'm cool you know what i'm and saying then and his and his then for, him for mayor right yeah <laughs> and his contributions to um kanye's um yeah uh, What's the, what album, whatever that was. yeah.
0: Bro, you stole my thunder because I was just about to say whenever I think of Chance, I think of the clip of Kanye cussing him the hell out and telling <laughs> him he could leave when well, he flew not like all the out. Yeah, he yeah. flew all the way out there to Wyoming to support Kanye and gets cussed <laughs> out and was told to leave. Like, hey, we talked about friendships. I don't know <laughs> if I'm that good of a friend to stay there after getting cussed out. I don't know if I got that in man. It depends
2: on what I'm getting cussed out for. Right. Like, so if, if you if B, if you do something because you're one of my best friends, like if you do something that you passionate about and I come to you and tell you my opinion, you're not trying to hear it and you cuss me out. I'll probably take it. I'm still going to talk to you about it later, but I'll take that. Cup <laughs> <out the first. laughs>
0: that's real. No, that, that's good. That's good. That's a good addition to that. No, I fully agree. Um, But yeah, so J. Cole confirmed a new album is coming on 514. Um, So less than a week now. Yeah. I refuse to listen to the prelude that he announced he was dropping and dropped yesterday. Um, the last time J. Cole did something similar, it was when he dropped the album of the year Freestyle, which was mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm waiting for the full meal, like, I don't want no appetizers. You know, I was talking about food earlier, like, I'm away, yeah, I'm uh, away. Yeah. Gerard, I thought yeah. we had a pat because I know Drew, I don't think you listened either. I thought we all wasn't listening but no. maybe that
2: could be <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just me. he's, he's <laughs> just- too hungry <clears throat> we yeah. didn't
0: make a pact for that I was going to listen <laughs> I misremembered, okay, that's on me, no disrespect
2: <laughs> nah, but um, I listened to it and it was a legit interlude, it was like two minutes long, which is like smart for the streaming ages because you know your fans is going to listen to it a thousand times because they trying to break down every yeah. syllable that you rap in there <laughs> like, so, like, and it was cool like, I liked it, like, he had a dope flow the beat was cool um, the subject matter was good, but it, it didn't give me any direction on where I thought the album would go, like you, at all. It's just J. Cole rapping, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you know, you know he had a nice that? bar in there, you know, about um you know Christ was in heaven at age 33, and so did Pimp C, and so did Nipsey, and I guess social media was on yeah. fire, but, you know, like. <laughs> I've heard that bar several times before, yep. so like, and that's not nothing on J. Cole, but it's like, okay, you know, that was dope. Like, I, I like that you added Pimpsey and Nipsey, but I heard about Jesus Christ dying at 33. Thank drew been waiting <laughs> on this moment for a while, so I'm gonna <laughs> let you go, Drew, before I add what I had Bro, to say. Bro,
1: Like, that's just so I would, uh, right after Gerard told me like the internet was kind of blowing up, I went on Rap Genius, and he already had like thousands of comments on there about you know, dissecting his lyrics. And I, then I found that was the last line on the song, Gerard.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's weak. <laughs> I feel like people just finished the song and that was the last thing they remember. And just, oh, my God, J. Cole, he is the GOAT. He can do no wrong. So that yeah. goes
0: right into my point I was going to make. I feel like there's two of the biggest J. Cole fans you'll find are either or not fans. But whenever he drops something, there's going to be the one person that's like, oh, my God, that was super deep. Like, did you you didn't even you didn't even understand, like, the bars he was saying, like, <laughs> super deep dive into whatever he says. And then there's always going to be the people that's like, no, nah, that's trash. Like, y'all making stuff deeper than it is. Like, yeah, I would put myself in between that. But do most artists have fans like that? Or is this something that just happens to J. Cole? The no, most artists do. have
2: fans like that.
0: The the heavyweights uh, do. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I guess I could think about like people doing that for Drake, but like I, those, I don't know. I don't know if I would say every like big time artist has. It. I feel like on social oh, media yeah, at least. But on social media, you always see that for like J. Cole. It doesn't matter what he does. Like, and he's an
2: easy target. That's all. Like, yeah, you know. What I'm saying?
0: So like, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if every top artist is an easy target like that. I just feel yeah. like when it comes to Cole. He's always on social media, good or bad. Like, it's never any in between, right? It's Cole
1: Kendrick. Kendrick, they break down his lines immediately, and then Drake's, but it's not much to break down because they're pretty simple, you know? Wow, wow. You're like, wow.
0: You're like <laughs> you, you really been disrespectful.
2: With Drake? <laughs> you know
1: what? I, guess I need need album. To adopt that album, so this ah, But <laughs> Listen, the last time I liked him was before Scorpion, so that's a long time ago. Jesus, at this point. Man.
2: Come on, don't do that. Don't what? do that.
1: What? What? <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> You apparently it,
0: we' wait until 2022 before we finally get this certified lover boy but yeah taking we'
2: being him. a certified lover boy himself so i mean
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> man i have been blowing the group chat up of uh, <laughs> pictures man. fun
2: facts information hey man
0: album i get it
2: i get it that's Definitely that's the level understand. of sniping I'm not gonna do. But <laughs> like,
0: he 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 brave man. Yeah, brave or stupid, one of the two. But yeah, man. but I get it. <laughs> like, Definitely understand.
1: I ain't never taken a flight with him. I'll tell
0: you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! But let's let's move into sports and music, man. Like this week, I posted on social media and mostly was asking people like what were your go-to songs when you would you know be getting ready for a sporting event like a game like what what i got a lot of feedback and both of you actually provided some songs too but i can't help but think back to high school man and the locker room Mm -hmm. for games and certain songs i have i don't have a list per se i just have you know artists and songs but brown paper bag is one i definitely remember from high school for sure uh you know, Bricks, Gucci, Prime Gucci, always mm-hmm. always was a locker room stay. Um, I Get Money by 50 Cent, hey. a, yeah. a, a classic that I forgot about. So shout out to my guys, man. When I posted on Facebook, my teammates have posted about some songs. Um, we Ready, which I feel like everybody in every locker room has always listened to that. Yeah. Uh, uh, down for my ends, I ain't going to say the name. You know, I'm trying to really, you know, work on, you know, my language. But... There's no I mean, way you
2: you said what drive you mean niggas. That's that's the word to is <laughs> Just
0: obviously. gonna maybe to, edit that.
2: I, I don't know if I don't know if that's the word that, I'm just trying to find out clarification. I'm gonna on this one. This. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: dang near every prime Wayne song, like in high school, Wayne was the man, like constantly right. dropping heat. Um you couldn't
1: walk around the school without people blaring him out their headphones. You could like, man and man. like
0: um, what did y'all have,
2: man? I definitely had "We Ready." Um, I had "Hard in the Paint" by Waka Flocka. Mm. Um, "Let's Go" by Trick Daddy. Uh, "Annie Up" by M.O.P. Uh, "Down Bottom" by Drag on featuring Juvenile. Uh, I put "If I Can't" by 50 Cent. But honestly, the whole "Get Rich or Die Trying" album you could work out to, like, uh-huh. and get out of the gym and then find someone to shoot up their house. I mean, you can do all of that all in one day. Oh And then, my <laughs> and, and then uh, recently, um, a lot of pop smoke stuff, but I put down, you know, Gotti with Travis Scott. So
0: that's a, that's a dope, that's a
2: dope. Selection. Oh, and D-boy by Lil Wayne. Like that. I like that one too.
0: Yeah. No, prime Wayne. Definitely. Drew, what you got?
1: Uh, I had a lot of dip set back then cause they would Ooh. give me super hype. Uh, yeah. So wet wipes by Cameron. Uh, that was one of my favorite. I had a stunt 101 always by G Unit. Ooh. Um, the other one I had was a motionless, which is a kind of a sad song, but it's Jim Jones and a uh, uh, Joelle Santana.
2: Bro, what? Hold on, right?
1: Bro, I don't know. There's something <laughs> about the beat like got me in the zone for the games. Uh, no, like that
2: song is not. <laughs>
1: hey, hey. I'm like, <laughs> <is this
2: God? laughs> hey,
1: Drew, I'm going to expose myself <laughs> later, so don't you dare feel bad. Hey, it was it was on the playlist. I'm just thinking, like, the songs that got me ready. So then uh, Air Force is by Jeezy. And then mm. another
3: mm.
1: – feel this one out, Gerard. It was uh, Feeling in the Air by Beanie Siegel. That's my last song bro, I played.
2: Drew, what do you be doing? What are you yeah. thinking about? You <laughs>
1: You don't feel the game in the air? You don't feel it's not, everything going? No, stop. You don't feel bro. <laughs>
0: Drew, don't you dare be ashamed. I'm not. Because <laughs> I'm about to expose myself right now. One of my go to's back in the day in high school. I'm about to play right now.
3: Come on.
1: Come
3: on. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I don't care
0: how far, man. I'm going to be strong, baby. Nah,
2: Drew, you good now. No, no, no. Be <laughs> Gerard. I can.
1: He would walk around singing that song all day long.
0: Dude, man, I'm, I'm ready. To put I'm ready to put a helmet on right I now. Can um, the, the chills were just up and down my spine right now. I'm ready. how <laughs> far. Oh my that's, God. That's my. Hey Drew,
1: don't you be hey, ashamed, man. I'm Sometimes you side, need man. a good slow jam. I'm on your side.
0: Drawn, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Sitting here judging us. Grow, grow up. Oh, nah, man. But, yeah, man, it's it's crazy because, like, I took for granted, like, football, to me, I played from seventh grade until my senior year. And you don't realize, like, that's how you make friends growing up. So, like, I never had to go out my way to make friends and then got to college, man, and I was miserable. Like, I didn't really go to college with a lot of people that I knew. So, you know, I didn't have football or, you know, you in the trenches, you doing up-downs, you know, suicides with your fellas. And coaches tell you in high school, like, the people you're doing all this with now are going to be your friends for life. And like mm-hmm. I said, like, I still talk to the majority of my teammates on Facebook, on social media. But, like, I was miserable and literally it was like, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be in college my first week. So my dad came up there. We walked around campus and he just noted how, like, most people walking around campus looking at their phones or looking down. Not really that social. So... It definitely improved and i was forced to go out my way to actually like learn how to make friends but yeah man sports is such an easy way for kids to like you know be cool one another me and drew played sports in middle school together but like you just really take that stuff for granted yeah Uh but yeah man um when it comes to sports you know uh and music i really thought it would be cool to interview someone that's to me the best in the business what they do He actually was the NBA all-star organist um, and he plays for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, He also plays for the Georgia Bulldogs in their events. So Sir Foster, man, if you aren't familiar with Sir Foster, I have to question whether or not you are familiar with the NBA. Um, He's amazing, plays all the newest songs that's out. um, And he was willing to, you know, give me the time to to interview him. So, you know, I want to give everybody a chance to listen to the interview, uh, check it out and let us know what you think. But yeah, um, But without further ado, here's my interview with Sir Foster. So today on two hip-hop sensei's and a casual we're joined by an all-star NBA organ player sir Foster how you doing man what's up how you doing Brandon I'm good thank you for joining me I know you're a very busy man so I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me a little bit thank you for having me of course man I remember watching Pistons games uh, growing up and whenever they played the Hawks hearing the sounds in the background um, and it being popular hits and I'm like, it just stood out. I think to myself, man, this dude is killing it. And then come to find out, I looked you up and you know, you are a lot younger than I thought you would be. You hear the name, sir, Foster. So you just assume it's an older person, but yeah, man, I, I, I knew you were an organ player. Um, but upon further research, I see you also played a saxophone. You're a college DJ, uh, and you're a producer. Yeah. To yeah. Say, like. I'm a little jealous to see one person blessed with so
3: many musical abilities man that's that's awesome thank you thank you yeah i have a lot of different interests and uh you know i have been you know fortunate to be blessed with a lot of different uh things i can do so you know i just try to satisfy myself creatively in whatever i do and i just always you know continue to try to evolve you never stay stagnant so if that means learning new skills you know i'm all for it
0: yeah so for any of these skills uh was it something you just started off naturally picking up, like with any of the instruments? Or are these all skills that you had to go to class for and learn over time?
3: Uh, I, it was a little bit of both. So for you know p- playing the piano, my mom says I was trying to play when I was a baby, so they so they did get me piano lessons. For the saxophone, I started playing it in the middle school band, and I just kept playing it, you know, through middle school and high school or whatever. And then I just kept playing it. I figured, you know, I know how to play, why stop? So I just yeah. kept playing it, you know, after school um for djing i studied with some of my dj friends it was it was kind of like i really wanted to know how to how to respect the craft for real so there were a lot of djs here in atlanta that helped me and i you know i used to ask all the questions i used to watch all the videos and i used to you know really try to get in depth with learning it and learning you know what's the point of this why are we doing this um what type of thought process do i need to have what are some things i should consider um, yeah. all of those things, and I think that has helped me you know really learn that craft it thoroughly so that I can do a good job at it.
0: Yeah, I like that. So I wanted to ask, how did the legend of Sir Foster begin uh, when it comes to playing the organ in the NBA? Could you explain a little bit how one goes about getting that into that profession?
3: Yeah, so that's that's one of my top two questions that I get asked. Um, okay. How do you get started doing this? The correct answer is I honestly have no idea. <laughs> um, my start is not typical at all the atlanta hawks put out a craigslist ad saying that they were looking for an oregon player and i just answered it um what? out of all the applications that they got they picked mine they caught me for an interview i guess i impressed them at the interview so they let me play a preseason game as my test uh game and they heard enough to say okay this is our guy and that's it that's really I- it I never would have guessed that's how you got your start as being cool. the organ player for the Hawks. Yeah, I had never played at any sports games before. I really don't know if I knew that was a possibility. I knew that there was a guy who used to play the Oregon for the Knicks because when I was a kid and I used to watch games when it would be in New York, I would hear him. Yeah, But it's not something I aspired to do. It's not like a career path I thought you could have. It happened on a whim, really, and here we are. That's so dope. So, how long have you been playing the organ for the Hawks? It's been at least 10 seasons. I've lost count, but it's wow. actually been at least 10 seasons. Yeah. Awesome, man. So, is there a lot of pressure with playing live games?
0: Like making sure you don't mess up, you know, picking a song to make the crowd hype, you know, during
3: clutch moments, stuff like that? That's the second most question I get asked. You know, <laughs> uh, how do you deal with it? And I honestly don't know how to answer that because. I think it is a lot of pressure, but I've just gotten used to it. So I don't realize it anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it really is like one of my, one of my uh, followers on TikTok said it looks nerve wracking. It might be, but I might be so used to having my nerves wrecked that I don't realize that they're wrecked anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is that, you know, I've just been performing so long that I never really got, I kind of don't really get stage fright. So, that has helped me. You know, I, I used to, I mean, I, I've been a musician my whole life, so I was playing in small clubs and, you know, just having to perform so much, I I, I kind of like lost the stage fright or whatever. So, you know, big arena, small arena, whatever. You know what I'm saying? When it's time to go, it's time to go. Um, the other thing is, you know, confidence comes from your preparation. Kobe said that. So, mm. you know, this is definitely something that I've always taken seriously. I've always, you know, tried to repair as best as I could think ahead of things and, and try to like, you know, what are some scenarios that can happen? What do I want to prepare for? What is my goal for today? Those things like that. And, um, you know, so and after that, once you get there, just go for it, man, that's, I couldn't do that.
0: I feel like, I don't know if even after 10 years, I wouldn't be nervous anymore, but like you said, preparation, that just shows kind of your character, man. It's that's, that's really impressive that you're still great after all this time, you know, and still challenging yourself. so, I want to ask you, are there any players that ever had any special requests like, yo, you know, Sir Foster, I need you to play this
3: one, you know, really start hooping after I hear that or mm-hmm. really start balling? Uh, there haven't been players that have been special requests. They they've kind of said, you know, we like what you do. Thank you for what you do. I've heard that from a lot of players. The only special request I can ever remember was uh one of the coaches. I, I, I want to say Nick Van Exel at some point was an assistant coach for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. So this must have been at least eight seasons ago. This was a long time. This is two or three coaching regimes ago. Yeah, and he yeah. asked me to play Snoop one time. <laughs> like, yo, play some Snoop. <laughs> so, so I played it. You know what I'm saying? And he was yeah. like, yo, so he told me, thank you the next game. Um, but that's the only special request I can remember. Other than that, you know, it's just been like mostly f- positive feedback from players. just saying, hey, see what you do. You know, thank you. You bring a lot to the game. Yeah,
0: so I wanted to ask before COVID, like the Atlanta Hawks, the home games, you guys were known for having some of the biggest names in hip hop sitting front row or in the crowd. So when it comes to artists, are there any artists that sh- shouted you out for playing their songs during games? The Dream used to
3: do it. He would uh, like he would come up to me and be <laughs> like, "Yo, thank you for that. I heard that." Um, <laughs> I, most of the acknowledgement I've got from artists because it, it depends on how far away I am from them and all that. One time, Chilli came to the game and I played a TLC song, and she kind of looked at me. And yeah. And so that was like I didn't get to meet her or whatever, but um, that was something that happened. Um, but you know, it, it, so it's happened a couple of times. It's, it, you know, here and there it has happened.
0: Okay. So who were some of your biggest supporters growing up, or even now? I'm I'm sure there are times, especially when you were just starting, you know. Maybe second guess, you know, if this was a path for you or wondering if you should push through any adversity. Um, So, you know, who are some of the people that's
3: always been in your corner, whether you start when you started or even now? I can definitely say my parents. I think they were very forward thinking to, you know, get me to do music lessons. They always supported us um, if we needed new instruments, whatever they would, you know, they would do what they could to, to get us what we needed. And when I told my dad that, when I told them I wanted to make this a career path, they were nervous. You know, they, they came from the school of, you know, go to college, get your degree, get a job. And I was like, Hey, I don't want to do that. And they, you know, they asked me a couple of times, like, are you sure about this? And, you know, is this really what you want to do? But they ultimately trusted me. Mm -hmm. Trust me. And they did not understand, you know, being a musician at all. It was a completely foreign world to them. But they trusted me. And so then when I ended up getting the Hawks job, they were kind of like, wow. Like, you know, it was it was a thrill for me to be able to bring them to a game and let them see me. Yeah. And uh, you know, so that so that was pretty cool. That's beautiful, man. So I wanted to ask you, who are some of your favorite musical artists in the game right now? Right now, it's a lot of them. Um I listen to a lot of rap. So future Drake Lil Baby. Um I like everything that I've heard from Beat King. Like, I, I think he has a really dope voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, all his music just has that certain bounce to it that I really like. Um, let's see who else. Moneybag, yo, I like him. Uh, I mean, it's too many rappers in the name. I, I like, I listen to a lot of rap. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's I mean, I like a lot of what I hear.
0: Yeah, I think our listeners are like that. So, who? Are there any artists that you consider your GOATs? I know you named a lot of current rappers today, but who would you consider your GOATs?
3: That's a great question. That's a great question. And I don't think, I don't think you can, I don't think I would consider anybody. So are you talking about rappers or just music period?
0: To be honest, it could be music because I know we're we're we f- we focus on hip hop on the show, but we also discuss R and um, mm-hmm. I've discussed how my parents, you know, growing up, were a Motown, you know, R and B household. Yes. So I'm all about R and B. So anybody you can. My goal personally is Michael Jackson, but when it comes okay. to hip hop, you know, I have certain people. So whatever artist you would consider your goals. Um,
3: so okay, so for- that's a wide ranging list. Um, from, I guess if you're talking from a producer standpoint. I would say my top three of all time would be Quincy Jones, mm. Babyface. No, no, Quincy Jones. Yeah, then Babyface and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm. That's a really solid list. I feel like hip hop producers are a second, a, a, a different category, mm-hmm. than like those type of producers. Um, and I honestly don't know who my top three would be in hip-hop producers because the because the sound evolves so much, and it's so many great people. Yeah. Too many to name. I mean, I, you know, how can I not leave somebody off? I, I could name off six people right now. I could go Southside, Metro, Mike Wheel, Bangladesh, my man DJ Spins. I could go uh, Sunny Digital's an incredible producer. Um, it's too many. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going really? to. Else. So I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Um, if you're talking yeah. about musicians, you know, Jimi Hendrix is somebody that I really draw from. Mm. I would say Jimi Hendrix and Prince are the musicians that I most I draw from the most. Um, you're dropping some real names right now. I'm loving this, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you're talking about rappers, I think that you can only do that if you specify, like there are goats for their era for. So one of my things that I tell people that I, when I try to explain this to people, it's like, you can't take music that's 20 years apart and, and hold it to the same standards. The uh, Biggie Smalls, his music is great for completely different reasons than earth, wind and fires. Music is great. Yeah. If you're looking, if you're looking for the same thing from earth, wind and fire that you are going to get in biggie, you're going to be disappointed they're great for different reasons. You see what I'm saying? So you can't right. hold them to the same standards. And even if it's within the same genre, I know that's that's comparing r to rap, but even comparing rap to rap, you know, no rapper can rap quite like I can. I take a muscle bound man, put his face in the sand. That's LL Cool J from the eighties. Yeah. Compare that to something from 2005 and we on totally different levels. Like you can't do it. You know what I mean? So um, it's hard for me to say, what rappers out consider GOATs. The name that keeps coming to mind for me is Biggie because of his ability to rhyme entire syllables for like entire paragraphs. He would make any syllable rhyme for an entire paragraph. And just for somebody to have the skill of rapping, I don't know if I've ever heard another artist do that. Um, But what do you look for in a rapper? Because Tupac on the other hand, didn't do that but Tupac probably used his voice in terms of his vocal inflections better than anyone. He, it's, he could, you know, say one word and make it sound like the most important word ever. He also had one of the dopest voices ever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, is the, are you looking for more for message or just rap skill? I think depending on what you're looking for, that's when you, you know, would look at those two and then rappers now are completely different. You know, what, what category does Drake fit in? Um, Kanye West is one of my personal favorite artists of all time. But he fits okay. in five categories.
0: I was actually gonna name him when you talk about producers and, and, and rap. Like he's one of the best when it comes to samples by far, but also somebody that I think is extremely underrated will be Pharrell. People don't know he's behind a lot of hits that, you know, you just would never know it until you did the research, you know, when it comes to Britney Spears or, you know, just stuff like that. Like I would love to see that versus battle we talked about on a previous episode, but Pharrell for sure makes hits, So And then Timberland. Timberland,
3: Timberland for, for sure. You can't mention Pharrell without Timberland because, to me, they were both the most different sounds in hip-hop at the same time. Yeah. You know, both of them were trying crazy stuff with the drums. Pharrell with all his different little keyboard sounds. Timberland with his mouth sounds that he was doing and baby samples and all of that. So like they were both doing this at the same time. They were both. It, it's almost like they were trying to top each other's innovation at the same time. Okay, you did that. Well, let me do this. <laughs> you know. And we haven't mentioned Dr. Dre. We haven't. We haven't. We haven't mentioned. We haven't there's mentioned, still, there's the no Eminem M&M without Dr. Dre. We have not mentioned the criminally underrated D. J. Toomp or Organized Noise. You yeah. know what I'm saying like we have not mentioned. Uh, so it, it's it's just too many to name. I didn't even call out somebody like Primo or somebody like that. So. You know rap is where it gets a little tough for me um but i i do think uh i would say rap prior to 2005 and rap after 2005 should be different categories to me
0: yeah yeah i've never thought of it like that to be honest like when you think of goats you have mostly a list combined of the tupacs and biggies but then you have some people more modern but it's like Younger people that listen to hip hop, they always consider, you know, Drake or, you know, uh, Future, like you said. And they get looked at crazy by people that are familiar with the Biggies and Tupacs. But it's like at the end of the day, aren't they more familiar and aren't they able to relate to those artists way more than a Biggie or a
3: Tupac? Yeah. And then didn't those artists have. Aren't like, okay, think about it. So every every 10 years, if you look at the five year of every decade. That's a transformative year for music for that decade because all, like everything from the previous decade, by the five year of every decade, everything from the previous decade is gone. Mm-hmm. And everything that comes after it is different. So if you look at rap, for example, uh, in 2005, you got Jeezy, um, what was that? Let's get it, Thug Motivation 101. Yeah, It completely changed rap forever. All of a sudden now everything is trap beats. We all rap slow, we have ad libs, no one's trying to be a lyrical miracle anymore. Whatever you judge hip hop by is completely different now. So fast forward ten years later, what did we get? Dirty Sprite 2. What Same thing. Now we got we got Metro and Southside. Did I even mention Southside earlier? I don't think so, but that's another great name. Yeah, I missed one. And Southside is a, Southside is an incredible producer. The completely changed uh, sound of rap. We got it's like he was mumbling sometimes, but he wasn't. He sent he talking with auto-tune. He was like everything about rap sounded different after Dirty Sprite 2. So then yeah. that would put future in the GOAT conversation for this era because he changed rap. Yeah, you know since yeah. when you think about it like that, it's not crazy to think about best MCs and think about future. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. It's really not. So
0: man, I could literally talk, I could talk to you about music all day. You're very informed. Um, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. So before I let you go, I just wanted to ask you, you know, where can the people find your work? Um, I know you're a DJ. Do you travel for any events? Uh, do you have any merch? You know, promote your stuff. I want the people to find your work.
3: So yes, I do travel. You can DM me or you can uh, hit me on surfoster.net and we can go from there. But yeah, I do travel. I do, you know, parties, events, et cetera. Um, so my biggest platform is TikTok. You can find me, all of my platforms are Surf Foster World. So you can find me on TikTok, Surf Foster World, Instagram, um, YouTube as well. I post different stuff on every channel. So, for example, TikTok is mostly like, you know, behind the scenes view of my NBA work. YouTube has extended views of that. Like, I'll post, you know, live videos of that. But I also do like exclusive remixes on YouTube. Uh, off okay. so My producer side, I make beats on YouTube. I show off some of that. Um, I play the saxophone more on YouTube. Instagram gets a good mix of it all um, So you can follow me on there as well and and like a lot of times You know, I might post some of the YouTube video on Instagram, but but YouTube can hold longer videos So I do it that way, but I would say those are my main three you can follow me on Twitter uh, Because when I'm doing a live events, I talk to the fans directly through Twitter and they can make requests and all of that so um but every platform, like I said, it's surf Foster World. Um, and I'm working on my merch game now. Merch coming soon. Okay,
0: I can't wait for that. I look forward to okay. that, man. And then my last question, you gonna be dropping any uh any albums of your your own? Any music? so
3: I do have an album out, it's called Stadium Music, and I put it back, put it out back in 2019. Y'all go check that out. It's on every platform, title, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. Um, so y'all go look for Stadium Music. Um and I got some heavy hitters on there. Um I was able to do a song, Bone Crusher and Pastor Troy, two Atlanta Legends, um, uh, two South Southern Rap Legends. Um, you know, I was able to do uh Sammy is on there. Um, who else? I, I I had a pretty extensive uh guest list, a lot of, you know, rappers from Atlanta that, you know, just personal friends of mine, they were on there as well. Okay. So uh, you know, that was that was a really fun project to work on. So y'all gonna let me know how you feel about that. Um in the meantime, I have been dropping new music, but I've more so been exploring my social channels because for my next album i may i kind of want the the direction that i go in with my next album to be determined by you know what people really want from me what people really gravitate to and so i've just been kind of having fun experimenting with different things and then seeing where we go from there um so i don't have a timetable for my next album but i will be putting out one
0: okay well, i look forward to that man and again i appreciate you taking the time you know to do this interview and I, I wish you nothing but continued success moving forward, man. I look forward to watching the Hawk games and hearing your music. Be like, man, he he was willing to, you know, talk to us on the podcast, man. I Thank appreciate you.
3: Thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you, man. Shout out to Sir Foster, man. And be sure to check out his album that he mentioned. Um, also follow him on social media. His social media account name is Sir Foster World uh, on Instagram. So, again, shout him out. Check him out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, appreciate you for the interview, sir. Yes, sir. So let's get into now our favorite sports video games. This is, again, something near and dear to my heart. Drew, <laughs> I remember growing up and you coming over and helping me beat certain video games because I just couldn't do it. It's not sports related, but GTA, I couldn't yeah. fly a plane. So shout out to yeah. you for helping me you know, accomplish you. In my life. Um, Shout
1: out to you for introducing the world to 2K series. Talk to me, man. People want to bring two K back, man. They don't remember when the game was twenty dollars. Twenty dollars, bro. Cheaper than all the other games out there, and it was better than all the other games out That's there.
2: That's when live was a really good game. So That's when 2K. live
1: was going down the drain.
0: It definitely was. You can convince your parents to go buy you a game that was twenty dollars yeah. versus back then. I think the games 80, were fifty. dollars Yeah, no, yeah. like yeah. 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 I'm gonna name one later, but yeah, no, that speaks to my list for sure. So I have a few songs, but I don't know if you guys want to do lists or just name off, uh, or not songs, but video games. If you guys want to just rattle them off, or how do y'all want to do it? Just um, rattle them off. let rattle. Right. So the first one that I have is NBA Street 2. Oh, uh, yeah. yes, that's the, legend I mean. owned, the legend known, the legend known as Stretch. You know, yes, yeah,
2: Stretch. Yes. He's <laughs>
0: playing defense. You know, I'm taking Stretch and I'm standing by the rim and I'm goaltending. <laughs> he literally could grab. Any rebound, block, any shot—he is an athlete. So shout out to man. <laughs> shout out to the real Drake, the
1: white boy who could shoot threes in that game. the <laughs> <a> hater, man.
2: <laughs> bang, bang, bang! He's like, he gonna, he gonna snipe that Drake every and time. That he
0: little get. bonafide, too. <laughs> bonafide, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Y'all remember game breakers and the and the sauna would be going off when you was yeah you know, doing your moves. <laughs> 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 Trying to do the triple alley oop. <laughs> yes, man. Uh, so yeah, we'll go me and then Drew and then Gerard. So All that'll right. be our order. So Drew, uh,
1: right? NBA Live '05, man, the one that yeah. had the slam dunk contest and Mellow on the front. If why was been, you, why was that
0: dunk contest so hard?
1: <sighs> it yeah, was, until was until you until you got that well. timing down. But man, yeah. they, never... they like introduced the three point contest and stuff to games and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, the soundtrack
0: was amazing. Yeah. I remember in the in the dunk contest, you could throw like the basketball towards the jumbotron. Oh. You could do a cartwheel, catch it. Like <laughs> that game was well before its <laughs> time. It was funny. Now it's a given, but like back then, right. people used to always say, "Oh man, I want a dunk contest in a video game." Mm-hmm. It wasn't happening before that, like you said, NBA Live. So that's a it great was smooth, idea. It was, too. it was real smooth. Yeah, man.
2: Uh Gerard, what you got? So I have a uh, fight night. I can't remember oh, yes. which year, but bro. That shit was so fun. Like, just playing that. like, And I love boxing as well, but I wish they had it out now. I mean, I I know they got UFC games. Oh, also SmackDown versus Raw. That was another. Come
0: on, man. How the hell you go (laughs) one by one,
2: not
0: not one, one, two.
2: My bad. My
0: bad. No, man.
3: No, man. You know, I'm I'm, I'm
2: getting tired of you, man. It just slipped out. My My bad. Come on.
0: So the second one I had on my list was NFL 2K5, which yeah. to me was the best football game ever made. Ever, ever, Again, ever. this game was twenty dollars, which you could convince the parent to buy for you. again
1: How much was it? $20. Oof.
0: And this one had TO on the cover, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And yep. the possibilities were endless. You could the literally crib. the game presentation for one, they had Chris Berman, you know, doing like yep. the highlights of all the game. Yep. Like you said, Drew, the house that you could design, you could put jerseys up yep. around the crib. You just don't get anything but, like that,
2: Madden. Not even that. The camera angles, like yep. you can they, – don't they the first ones who have the different camera angles and you can play from the QB uh, helmet. That was yep. tight. Bro, like, they
1: recorded all your stats too. Like yes. one of the earlier games to do that.
0: If NFL 2K5 came out right now in 2021, it would be the best football oh. game we've had in at least 10 years. It would sound yeah. like
1: hotcakes because the last Madden was garbage.
0: God awful. And <laughs> Gerard knows we always have a league, a connector yeah. franchise, and this was probably the first year we've ever yeah. ended so soon. Yeah. Like between the transition. Everybody quit. From, everybody, everybody quit. Because
2: it was so trash. It was Man. so trash.
0: Transition from uh, current gen to next gen, like the game didn't get any better. The graphics Man. did, but at some point, graphics isn't everything you need for a video game. But you're
1: throwing but, seven picks a game and two
0: fumbles. <laughs> That's not fun. So Drew, what you got next? Uh.
1: It was just like a sentimental one cuz it kind of got me into sports games. When my dad and I would play the hell out of Madden 97 on oh, PlayStation. Yeah. Bro, when they yep. when they would just when their arms would just pump up and down and they just run and you'd have to do a full 360 as a spin with the analog. <laughs> they don't know about that.
2: Drew i love – like I know you said Madden 97, but did y'all ever play like Tech Mobo and um I and uh it was what's rough. The one? oh man sorry. With, um, i'm not that old
1: oh jackson one? No.
2: yeah yeah the uh yeah oh it was like a 99 played, everything yeah you never played any one of those i did
0: sorry gerard i'm not that old
2: no i'm just saying like as no, a kid I'm not, you know, I, feel, I,
0: feel, I feel you but i'm, I'm not that you old. ain't
2: never have a super nintendo what was your first system
0: the first system for me was a ps1 but my older sister had the sega genesis mm. so, yeah. Oh, okay my sister's
2: a little older than me
0: <laughs> so
1: you know be easy dude
2: <laughs> be, be, like listen man i just question your childhood all around
0: man. like <laughs> Bro, you, can that. you can slander me in a little bit drew i love the sentimental moment between yeah. you and your pops but i gotta slander you too because you took some off my list man so my next two album or my next two song my Jeez. next two video yeah. game <laughs> was smackdown on yeah. PS2. Shout out to The Rock, my favorite wrestler ever, mm-hmm. and Mad 97. And I specifically had Mad 97 because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Drew, that was the one that had Barry Sanders on the cover. Um, yeah, right and up. in that game, whenever somebody got hurt, like seriously hurt, they would drive the ambulance yeah. onto the field yeah. and pick up whatever player. Though. Like, Madden shut that down quick. As soon as they started coming out with, like, all the concussions and stuff, that they wasn't doing that no more. Yeah. But, my like, my parents would – they would give me like older video games, like the ones you had in the bin. So like I was playing Mad 97, maybe in like 2000. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) that's why that one is near and dear to my heart. (laughs) (laughs) So Drew, what you got next on your list, man?
1: I'm going to let you guys chill for a minute. (laughs) Oh, Um, man. One of the most recent ones, which is very recent, is the new MLB The Show. Like right off the bat. I'm addicted right now. And I cannot put that thing down. If it wasn't for this podcast, I'd probably be on there.
0: <laughs> That's the first one to be on Xbox, and I've been playing it heavily, too. Yeah. So I'm glad that they've understood that Xbox is the better gen- or console. Hey, so- you better say it. You shout better say out- it. Shout
2: out to them for making it. The game
0: available to the real gamers. Hey,
2: yeah. Xbox, I don't know if y'all listening, but shout out to y'all. Y'all the real MVP. Uh, hey, real MVP, MVP, man.
0: True, you you used to be an
1: Xbox guy, man. I don't know when we lost you. Until it stopped releasing good games for it.
2: Who needs games? Games. <laughs> games. So, but while y'all found out Madden and stuff, um, I want to shout out Madden 05, You know, with yeah. that Ray you know, Lewis has Vic. You know, what I'm saying like that was O four. 4 I yeah. Trying
1: to call you out, but that was O four. That's oh, you. Fine. What about, yeah, Vic O hey, four was a correct me. Player.
2: I'm okay. I'm All okay. right, okay. My head is still going to be big. So,
1: no <laughs> 05, so 05 introduced the hit stick, which oh, revolutionary. But
0: Vic yeah. on 04. On four. No you good. literally you literally had to agree before you pick teams. Like, hey, neither <laughs> one of us can pick that line. There was no stopping Michael Vick. Yeah. Or if
1: you do, you have to be like the Ravens defense or something.
0: Facts. <laughs> Um, and then the last one I had was NCAA football any oh, year man, you wanted to yeah, like, yeah, being able to recruit and build a powerhouse for some yeah. random team and knowing every four years like your best player was gone. So you was always trying to get the best available. Like you could customize your schedule when you was in a hype game, like the crowd, if you was a away team, they would be so loud that when you went to look at the play, like your play was all scrambled, mm-hmm. you couldn't see it like. <laughs> Whatever they drop, they keep teasing that they're coming back. I need that because, like we said, Madden's been trash. So if we can get an updated version of NCAA football, I'm all for it, man. So well, they're true. trying to,
2: you know, um bang out for the students athletes to get paid off endorsements. So yeah. whenever that gets finished, then um
0: I respect
1: it'll that that move by them, but like how much are those athletes really gonna get paid? Like, is it worth it to do all, you know?
2: I don't know because I saw Georgia put out a bill. Uh, we getting political, but whatever. I saw Georgia um, put out a bill where the athletes can get paid, but then the second part of the bill was like the school can take up to seventy five percent of whatever they earn and give mm. it to other players. Like, bro, what? <laughs> like, bro. are you
0: surprised based on the current system of you know NCAA sports? Like, yeah, like we might have to talk about that on the episode because it is—it's it's so crazy to me that you see. NCAA coaches getting paid eight, nine, ten million dollars a year, and the people that you know we me, all are me, going to see don't me. get there.
2: They don't have no money. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a new really 50 million dollar facility for working out, but we can't, Bro, they it. don't
2: have any money. Stop, okay? <laughs> Allegedly, they don't have no money, Drew. So you it's, not alleged. it's not alleged, they don't have any money, okay. <laughs>
1: i not to get money. back on topic
0: now. <laughs> Dude, we own topic, man. Pay them players. Do you <laughs> got any more games for Gerard? Uh, nah. I didn't have any games per se, but I know we – I guess it's related but not related to uh, Dev Jam and those video games Ooh. that I never played. Yeah. Alexis told me that I missed wow. out, and when I told y'all, Gerard wanted to slander me, he's shaking his head now. So go on, Gerard. I'm ready for it. Those were great on. hip-hop games. <laughs> like.
2: Like th- this is my issue with be bro. <laughs> like, It'd be flagrantly popular games. Like everybody in the world knows about it. And B be like, no, I've never done it. Like, bro, where <laughs> were you? Like, he was like, Oh, we were outside hanging with friends, riding our bikes. There's no way in the world you could have been riding your bike for a whole damn generation. Like, <laughs>
1: like was, uh, what did I just what did I, his bike though? I will say that.
0: Oh, uh, what, what did I just tell y'all though? Bro. My parents. My parents wasn't paying no crazy amounts for no games. I was playing games like three years after it was hot. Like that's, that's when I was put on the game. I got to play the new games when I got to go over my cousin's house. Shout out to Vermeil Shout out to Ronnie. But that's when I got exposed to like games being out the year they was released. I'm like, what is this? I don't have to update the rosters myself. It's all done for you. So, yeah, no, that's, 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 that's where it came from me being late to video games. Man. Tragic. Shout out to weak
1: ass Joe Budden, though, because this special is a power bomb.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: everyone you, else is doing these like crazy flipping people in the air, and he just has a regular ass power bomb.
2: Who was your favorite
1: character? Oh, Method Man. Oh,
2: Drew always
1: picks like, <laughs> Oh, you know who was also uh was dope was uh
0: Fat Joe. I like Fat Joe
1: Fat too. Joe Only because
2: like man. he was so big and he had like when he yeah. punched you, it takes so much power <laughs> away. So Man. didn't
0: vmx apparently have like the best special
1: he he had the one where like he spun you around like eight times or something like yeah. in the air
2: and <laughs> yeah <laughs> i remember that man was a beast on there though
1: man and then uh the last one i played was the uh was it was def jam envy or something like
2: that or vendetta did you was play, um did you play beg for mercy 50 cent game oh that and blood in the sand oh uh, yeah i like blood in the sand
0: too wait, which i play i play one of those Wait, which one was the one where you was around you was going around the hood with g that was, that was
1: bulletproof or the bulletproof yeah no
0: that's the one i played for sure
1: yeah that, that was, was a great,
0: great game, game by the way there's 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 a hit hit by about video there. games yeah <laughs> for sure man i think in the future we're gonna have to have a deeper discussion about video games in general because
1: move one of the best down part down yeah
0: you said what drew we can go down that rabbit hole one day One of the best parts of video games is literally the music that you know determines whether or not you get annoyed super fast playing that game or not.
3: (laughs) Like GTA,
0: GTA, you could burn
1: yourself out with one station and then find some classics on another. Do you remember how good the the soundtrack was on San Andreas? Like you had had classic cues. yeah, that that that, uh, Ice T was in the game, (laughs) like he was a character you got to meet up with later.
0: The amount of characters in San Andreas that were famous, like. You had the knockoff Eazy-E, which obviously yeah. wasn't voiced by Eazy-E, but you had uh, the actor Clifton Powell. You had uh, actually uh, Charlie man. Murphy was a character. Charlie Murphy man. was a character man. of the pimp. I forget the pimp's Bro, name. Samuel
1: L. Jackson was Officer Tenpenny. Officer
0: Tenpenny, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: That's not even snake.
0: doing nothing. <laughs> That's snake. <laughs> my best part of GTA San Andreas Is when uh, CJ Would whip the hell out of somebody and they die And you take their money, he'd be like, these my ducats Now man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when you listen to it Now nah, they so cringy, but back in the day you like, ah, finally playing with a black Character that sounds a tad black
1: Bro, this is my favorite, great. there was like uh, One of the Mexican cartel, you got to do Missions for him, and if you didn't do the mission He'd call you all the time, yo, the Yay leaving for San Fierro, CJ
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, I went back and watched somebody play San Andreas and the graphics now looking back were oh, so bad. But game man. drops, yeah. it was amazing. Like everybody was super hype about the game, and it's funny to see that in video games. Great game. So we are definitely gonna have a, a future discussion on video games, man. But I think, fellas, we've hit that sweet spot, man. So before I before I forget, it's sad, but it's a great time, Drew, because I know it's your favorite, you know, part of the show. So, yes, sir. What are we doing next week? I actually don't, I actually don't know what we're talking about next week. Oh, J. Cole, we're talking about J. Cole, the new album. Oh, we gotta, yeah,
1: we gotta dive into that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a few topics. We are, uh, we could do the um, the best debut albums too. Yes, let's do that one we were talking about. Yeah, do. We're gonna, we're gonna go back to a list, people. Our be, our top five best debut albums of all time,
0: yes. hip hop, though, for sure. And don't forget, we have that challenge. So, anybody that makes a playlist of any episode we discussed and tag us on social media, let us know. The first one to send it to
2: us, you get love playlist. So, please, like, make that list because I'm gonna listen to it and a fire for list for $40. For sure.
0: So, yeah, man, until next time, this has been two hip hop sensei's and a casual man. And y'all be easy. All right, one. Gerard, yeah. next time
1: you uh, go work out or something, put on Beans. Feel it in the air. Just Bro, feel it, just Seriously.
2: When I listen to Beans just sitting at work feeling the air, I feel like I'm about to cry. Like, I'm not about to be in <laughs> yeah. nobody's gym. Like, listen, listen to, man. I don't know. I got to listen to some real gangster shit when I'm working out.
1: Hey, yeah, I respect it.
2: Just so you can, like, get the aggression off. And then you walk outside and say hi to the mailman. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then you walk outside and feel it in the air.
1: Right.